Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. Right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com, the lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. This is Unbreakable with Jay Glaser, a mental health podcast helping you out of the gray and into the blue. Now, here's Jay Glaser. Welcome into a very special Unbreakable, a mental health podcast with Jay Glaser. I'm Jay Glaser, and this is the most special guest I've ever had on in my entire life. And before I get to her, just a quick word here from our title sponsor, Carolyn. If you're like many people, you may be surprised to learn that one in five adults in this country experienced mental illness last year, yet far too many fail to receive the support they need. Carolyn Behavioral Health is doing something about it. They understand that behavioral health is a key part of whole health, delivering compassionate care that treats physical, mental, emotional, and social needs in tandem. Carolyn Behavioral Health, raising the quality of life through empathy and action. All right, our guest for these next two weeks, because we're going to do a two-parter because it's the holiday time, and the way this came about is wonderful people over at Fox Sports Radio, and a lot of people out there have said, man, we have never seen you better. We've never seen a better version of Jay Glazer. And I said, well, Rosie's really the reason why. My beautiful fiance Rosie Tennyson, she's why. And, you know, I finally, after all these years, found a partner who could really lift me up, but I feel comfortable and safe for the first time in my life. And they said, great, let's get Rosie on. I said, no, 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 no. I'm not getting Rosie on. Absolutely not. And they said, do you know how many people you could help and give hope to if the two of you came on and just talked about not only Rosie's life, which is unbelievable, like she's the reality show of all reality shows and the success story of success stories for all little girls out there trying to make it, but also just the hope that we can give people that it's never too late to find love and also to give people 
insight into what she does to help me when my crazy gets out of control, when my gray gets really dark and deep, what she does to help lift me up and to be there for me. So I am this better version. So this is for Don and Scott and Maury and Justin and everybody else out there who has said this is the best version of Jay Glazer they've seen. Everybody welcome my beautiful fiance, Rosie Tennyson. Thank you, babe. <laughs> That's quite the introduction. <laughs> it is quite the introduction. And move Thank up here, Rosie. You. Thank you. So, Thank you so much. It, now, here's what we're going to do here, right? We are going to go into Rosie's story. Then we're going to go into our story. And then we're going to go into a lot of the things that Rosie's done to help me. Before we do that, we'll leave them with one good, I think, lesson here because it's the holiday times. And holiday times can get really difficult for a lot of people. So for everyone out there, for your spouse or your boyfriend or your girlfriend or your child or whatever it is. I think a good lesson we could start off with is, you know, I, I posted something a few weeks ago that I was really struggling and I was really in a dark place. And what I tend to do, folks, my whole life, and I did this oh, with yeah. Rosie, <laughs> is I, because I never felt worthy of this kind of love that Rosie has with me, I have always tended to sabotage, to push everyone away because the... Pain of knowing it's going to go away and end is worse than it actually ending. The fear of it ending is more painful for me than it ending. So I speed up that end. You like to sabotage. I like to sabotage. I like to do things to make sure it goes away. And I've done that with Rosie. And I sometimes continually do it with Rosie. And the last time I did that to you, your answer to me was what? I just told you, hey, look, I'm not going anywhere. No matter what what happens here, how you're feeling, I'm I'm going to be here for you, because I I knew you were like just thinking the worst thoughts, but I was assuring you that you know what, it's just I'm not going anywhere, because then that immediately put you at ease. But you also and, convinced me of it. Where yeah. Other people may say it, so like convince your partner. Like as bad as you may feel right now, I'm not going anywhere. I promise you. And that was the other thing. You made a promise. I made a promise. I promise. I'm not going anywhere. And I said, I had your back and I wasn't going anywhere. And you immediately like was like, oh, oh okay. And it like calmed you down. Mm-hmm. And then we were able to go from there. But I think when someone's like feeling that way and you're feeling like, like, you know, someone's going to bolt, you're like in one of those moods, the worst thing you could do is like pull away because right. then it's only going to make the person feel more like yeah, validate my feelings. validate your right. feelings and then more worried and then it just keeps spiraling but the best thing you could do is just reassure them and have their back which that's what i always try and do when when that happens and the other great thing you did was when we do this a lot of times we feel so ashamed that we do this yeah. and rosie <laughs> then assured me in like 10 minutes like Oh, I'm, I'm over it. I'm done. Like we're fine. Yeah, we're good. Yeah. Right. You were beating yourself up. Like he beats himself up over this stuff. And I'm like, literally like, I'm like, don't, don't like, I, I, I give him forgiveness and I get over it quick. I don't, I'm not holding a grudge. I'm not bringing it up. I'm not, I'm like, Hey, like it's, you realize it's my own pain and yeah. I don't mean it. Yeah. Right. No, I know. And also too, I don't want you beat yourself up way more than I do. Even if it's something that in you know, so like, I think sometimes you get in that, that rut. But I'm like, hey, man, let's let's forget about let's go on a walk. Let's go. Let's go to the beach or let's go do just break up the I try and break up the The cycle, the cycle, which is really a great thing to do, because then all of a sudden, instead of like one day it was happening and you I was like, hey, let's go to Cross Creek and take the dogs or whatever. And then immediately, like within like 20 minutes, like we were fine and everything was good. But what you can you can either go further into it 
or you can do something that breaks up the, right. the, the pattern. And then it just, we had a great day. Right. So instead of just telling me, Hey, I got your back. I'm not going anywhere. She didn't just walk away. She then said, let's go do something. Let's, let's go. Like she, she proved to me she wasn't going anywhere. Yeah. And that, that's a lifesaver. It's and a you were throwing a pity party. You were like at a little pity party over I was there. a major pity party, <laughs> pity no doubt. Right? And I was like, hey, man, this pity party is, you know, you could stay in it, but I'm not. I was like, I'm actually going to go to the, the Cross Creek and let's, let's, and you're go. coming with me. You're coming right. with me and let's break this pity party up and let's go do something like, like to get your mind off right. it. I said, and if you want to talk about the problem when we get back, we can talk about it later, but, you didn't even care, like like the yeah. thing that had happened. I don't remember what it was, but by then we just had like right. moved on, and and, it was just and a really good a good thing to do when someone's like feeling that way. But the other thing she did that night because the shame doesn't go away, and she realized it about me. So she gave me extra hugs that night. She gave me extra love that night. She really went above and beyond to show me she's not harboring any of these ill feelings. Because you start thinking to yourself, oh, they're just acting like everything's good, but then they're gonna leave. And she's going to use this against me. Right. She's going to yeah. use this against me. Right. And yeah. you made sure that I knew that it was real. And I haven't had one of those, I think, since. No. Right. No. I haven't yeah, had one since. No. No. But no. every time I've had one, yeah. that was a bad one. And that wasn't yeah. too long ago. But, well, I, no, I no, I had one Thanksgiving week. I got triggered. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, yeah. and then that night you said to me, all right, what else do you need from me? Yeah. And I said, yeah. I, I just need some compassion. I, ju- I just need you. I actually said to her, I just need you to feel bad for me right now. I said, okay, I got you. And just didn't try and coach me up. And because Rosie does coach me up a lot, which is amazing. And sometimes you're in the mood for it. And sometimes you're not. Sometimes you're just like, Hey, I just want to sit in this and have my, you know, I want to just be in it. Cause you're always like a lot of times when you're fixers, you're trying to give them positive things and this and that. And sometimes people just, they just want to talk. They don't want to, they don't want a solution. They just want to get it off their chest. Right. And that's okay too. Yeah. As long as it doesn't turn into a pity party. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, with that said, for everybody out there going in the holidays, know that about your partner, especially if they're going to go see family that triggers them. Again, the holiday times are hard. So a lot of times your significant other may be triggered by family or triggered by certain things or, or past loneliness or loneliness in the holidays. Or, you know, we tend to feel uh, miss, maybe miss loved ones, but just understand that all right, something else is triggering them and make sure you don't run away, shame them, do what Rosie's done, lean into them more, be that teammate that they need and really show them, I'm not going anywhere. I got you. What do you need from me right now? And make sure they do that for you when you need it as well. All right. Now that was just a a little, a little, a little uh, appetizer (laughs) here for what we're going to do here. Now, Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite, with just two capsules 
a day. Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. Right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com. The lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Rosie's story is incredible. It is incredible. And I I guess, I mean, you could, I I jump in and I tell her story uh, (laughs) as as much as she does. But Rosie grew up in Idaho. Okay, with an identical twin sister. So Rosie, let me just give you a little background. Rosie and her sister Renee uh, were the double mint twins in the double mint commercial. Yeah. <laughs> Rosie was on Price is Right as a showcase show girl. She was 14 years. You're the face of Frederick's, Frederick's Hollywood. of Hollywood. Uh, she was on the very first ESPN2 show. <laughs> I don't know if you guys remember. There's a show called Flex Appeal. The girl named Kiana. And they would have these workouts on the beach in like his flimmiest <laughs> little clothes. And all those dudes used to get up in the morning and watch his show on ESPN too. Rosie was on Flex Appeal for years. And she and her sister also did Playboy together. Her sister was the first ever black playmate of the year. So she was a pioneer. Um, and that, that's a whole crazy story we'll get into here. But all this, she grew up where? I grew up in a really small town called Melba, Idaho. And it's like a super, super, super small town. It's got like 300 people in the whole town. We grew up on a farm right. out, like literally out in the middle of nowhere. And 300 people like, and only two black people. Yeah. And there's, yeah. There's no, like, if you go to Idaho, there's like, no, like, like it was just very, right. like the whole state, like it was just, just a handful of White. like African Americans right. and like they all knew each other. And uh, my sister and I grew up on a farm. It's on top of the, the Snake River Canyon. It's actually beautiful. Really, really pretty, but like literally there's. In the middle in, of in nowhere. In the middle of nowhere, in this little trailer house. Uh, um, in a little trailer house like, with seven of you in it. Yeah, we right. had uh, three older brothers. Yeah, then my, my right. uh, half brother. Yeah, so it was like a, it was a pretty full house, but um, we were always like getting into trouble and stuff like that on the farm because it was just, uh, there's nothing to do. So you just go out and get mischievous right. and stuff like that. <laughs> it's a fun place to grow up. I, I went to their town uh, and there was, was there a stoplight? I don't, a, I don't know if there's a stoplight. There's right. A so, stop not signs. a stoplight. Okay. So <laughs> stop signs, not a stoplight. Uh, I don't remember a stoplight. I remember two bars and that's about it. And a gas station and your high school. But talk about growing up was hard though. 
Yeah, it was hard. Our, our parents, like my dad was African-American. My mom's was Caucasian. And so like when they got married in the fifties, it wasn't legal for a black man to marry a white woman. So they had to go yeah. to uh, Nevada and come back and like get married. And I remember growing up, like my mom, like she's got, oh, by, the, by the way, let's just stop further away. <laughs> it was illegal. This wasn't too long ago. No, it was like in the, it was illegal. Yeah. It was illegal. Black yeah. man to marry a white woman in, Idaho. in, the, state yeah, of Idaho. in, Idaho, in the state of Idaho. So they had to go to another <laughs> state, which yeah. is just mind boggling. Yeah. It was, it was definitely crazy, <laughs> but my dad uh, was a farmer. And we grew up on a farm and uh, they were, you know, married, which was very unusual for that to happen in that time. But I remember my sister and I would go out like with my mom and like people would be like, oh, my gosh, you know, these their little daughters are cute. Are you you're babysitting? And she'd say, no, they're mine. And then like, these people would just like look at her like, oh, my God, you slept with a black man. <laughs> it was like crazy. <laughs> and so like they, they would immediately like, you know, look at her and go the other way. But uh, so it was like something that was interesting that happened a lot there. But um, it was just a like that. My parents probably experienced it more than my sister and I did. But so you they, experienced it, but you two were just so forgiving of everyone. And like in school, you got in trouble. And what they do? Well, we would we were always doing like little like getting in like doing little. Well, well, what do they do? You two? They would like make you put your nose on like a little piece of tape, and then they would march the school around like to show like the kids that were being bad, like what? No, like, but they didn't do it to the white yeah. kids. They did it to you two. <laughs> Right? No, like I, there, there might have been some in there. Like, we were, all, like, guys, we were like, all these two were so forgiving we were of like, the world. We were all being, like, it's incredible. Yeah, bad. but babe, like, they didn't do it to the white kids. They did it to the two black girls. And you were always like, ah, we now it's okay. Like, like, the trouble, though. No, babe, I'm sure a lot of people <laughs> brought in trouble, yeah. but they didn't stick their yeah. nose on the flagpole <laughs> and march around <laughs> them and taunt them. So, but also, you know, listen, my what I look up to Rosie about so much is you guys know how hard I work. We want to talk about work ethic. Talk about what your schedule was growing up. Yeah. So my sister and I, like, we, like, were on a farm. So there you would do, like, topping corn, hoeing beets, all this stuff. Um, But we were also on track. So we, like, no hard work. Because we would get up before we went to work. And we would, before we went to school, and we would go, like, like hope beats and then go to work. Or hope hope beats and top. Court. Yeah, and top. Court, which You're is working not, in these like, fields. Farm, it is at such hard work. in the morning. Yeah, and then and then we would go. We we might even come like jogging up with our hose because we were like going to kill two birds with one stone. <laughs> so we were just like like we were kind of crazy, but we um we would do that because that's what it you know growing up on a farm <laughs> you do a lot of hard work. Yeah, and so like I so so it's like four thirty in the morning to seven thirty in the morning. Yeah, and then and then we or no we would get up because you have to get up kind of early to right. get there, and then we'd work a few hours. And then go to school, and then uh, that's yeah. insane. That's like yeah. growing up as kids. How much do you get paid? Not a like lot. A, it was a big, like a dollar or something. Then I think my dad kept it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we didn't even get that. So, so your dad took your yeah. money and didn't get to have it. But yeah. but my sister and I stood up for ourselves after a while. We're like, wait a second, we want our money. So it wasn't a lot, but <laughs> and then you also you ran tra- you you were yeah we were state and track. Yeah, we were we were we were in track. We did like um, hurdles. I did hurdles, long jump. Right. Uh, which state, uh, yeah, so it was fun. We were like track stars. Yeah. So you got up in the morning, you worked these fields to top corn in Ho Beach for three hours. <laughs> your dad took your money yeah. and then you went to work. Then you went to track practice yeah. and then you came home late at night. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's again, that's just a different level. But I, I, what got me about you two, and again, her sister Renee, if you look them up, the Tennyson twins, when I say they're identical, they are identical. Rosie parked her hair on the side. Renee parked her hair in the middle so you could tell the difference. And that's it. 
And that's, you know, and sometimes we're all hanging out and I'll grab the wrong hand and <laughs> Renee will just go wrong one or cop of the wrong butt to the yeah. wrong one. And, and they look exactly the same. And they and were the same, the same height, same weight. Same everything. Same they everything. talk the same. Yeah. They say the very, same very similar. paragraphs at the same time. They're kind of always fighting for every time. So they're saying <laughs> same paragraphs at the same time. But it's beautiful that you guys have always had each other lean on all these years where again, you grew up in poverty. You grew up where you had to work harder than anybody I've ever known at that age, but you have each other. And it kind of, I love the story of you guys kind of be able to put your arm around each other and, and having early goals about what's going to be. Yeah. I remember we lived on the top of the Sacred Canyon, which is really beautiful. And uh, we would sit there and we'd see these cars like driving at night. And my sister and I, we didn't know how, we didn't know what was going to happen, but we would always say, we're going to get off this farm and we're going to go to California and be models. And we just were like, always dreaming, always thinking about that. We just were just like, we're going to somehow, some way we're going to, cause we knew we were like too, you know, we were like, we're too big for this farm. We don't want to be on this farm. Like, this is like, this isn't us. So, um, we were just like dreaming when we were little girls. We'd always like think about that. And then if that's eventually what happened, you, we put it out to the universe. And years later, that was, we did end up moving to LA and becoming models. Right. So, well, now before that, let's talk about how, so Rosie, you went to Boise State, which that in itself. Yeah. I did go to Boise getting State. Yourself yeah. Boise State yeah, right? Boise and State. paying for yourself. So having this hard work and you're working at, Albertson. <laughs> I was working at this, not even, it wasn't as glamorous as the grocery store Albertsons. I was actually in the warehouse for Albertsons and I was like packing these boxes and stuff. Really uh, working on the conveyor belt. On line. the conveyor belt. From line. like an officer and a gentleman, yeah. not like, realizing that she's a really hot girl. Like, the grocery store would have been glamorous. I was like, filling these boxes and not only that, it was like <laughs> nine at night till six in the morning. So it was night shifts too, like 40 or 50 hours a week. Right. But, and in uh, the meantime, your sister, she was dating this guy who was like, uh, he was really into Playboy and he was, they were looking, they had this contest and they were looking for this 35th anniversary playmate. So he's like, you're really, you know, you could be a playmate. You should send your pictures in. So she sends your pictures into this contest and like, they get like thousands, probably 14,000 entries. And out of those 14,000 entries, they picked 12 to become, to test to be playmates. And half when hers came through writes PMOY, which means playmate of the year. And they had never picked an African-American or girl or black girl to be Playmate of the Year ever. So it was kind of a big deal when, the, when you know, this came through. And it was like around the time, like Vanessa Williams and all this stuff. So um, she ends up like flying to L.A. Like the Naomi Campbell. Yeah, Naomi Vanessa Campbell Williams time. Like, that. you know, it was around that time. Yeah, yet? not Tyra yet, not, but not kind yet. of similar. But Naomi and, and right. Vanessa okay. and all those guys. So um, she ends up, you know, shooting for that. And then Hef does end up picking her, which was a huge deal because he had never, like, he just broke the color barrier. It was like, she was on Oprah and CNN and, and everyone was just like, you can't, everyone was like, a lot of people were saying, you can't pick her. This isn't fair because she's black. And he's like, it's what's not fair is that it took us this long to actually pick one. That's what's not fair. So that it was just really cool because there are certain people in your lives that change your destiny. And that was like one for us that because of that, choice that changed my life my sister's life my family's life but you had the choice too and you oh, said yeah actually I, I i yeah this is this the, the part of the story where tap wanted actually my sister and i both to pose because he's like oh my god there's twins of course this is great so me being shy at the time i was like oh no no you know i'm i'm like kind of shy but you go do this and we'll, we'll see how it goes you know so then she ends up winning playmate of the year she gets like a hundred thousand dollars she gets all this fame she gets a car she gets all this stuff and then i meanwhile I know it. Everybody knows what I look like naked. 
Except they're Except for like, her sister. Sorry, twin sister. <laughs> I'm like, I get nothing. You know, I'm still over there at the, the Albertsons warehouse. But also, you're at the Albertsons warehouse, yeah. and you're, you yeah. see, yeah. you pack yeah. her Playboys yeah. into, yeah. Yeah. on the conveyor belt, yeah. into boxes and stuff. Like, <laughs> no. like, it's like <laughs> no, but I, I was just like, I was like, wait a second, I made the wrong choice here. I should have, like, you know, right. I should have done it. But, um, yeah, but so, it was really so cool. Renee, so Renee ends up moving out to L.A., into the Playboy Mansion because she becomes friends with Hugh Hefner's wife, Kimberly. Kimberly. Yeah, Kimberly, yes. So Kimberly kind of ran the show. It wasn't the Hugh Hefner that we all have seen these. No, these Kimberly shows was running a tight ship. Right. Was Kimberly scary. was running a tight ship. Yeah. But Hugh Hefner calls Rosie and says, Rosie. This was actually, this was later in life. Cause right. this was like later down the line. Cause he always was like, you know, wanting us to, to right. pose together, but I, I never did. So, but then he, he's, my sister sees him at a party one time and he, comes up to her and he hands her this piece of paper and it says tennis of twins. And he says, I want you two to pose in the magazine together. I've always wanted you two to pose. I'll fly you anywhere in the world. If you two will do this pictorial together. So my sister and I are like, but he did was, say, Hey Rosie, everybody knows you look yeah. like naked ready. You might as well <laughs> yeah. get paid for it. Right. So, your sister. And I had been modeling and stuff by then for like, you know, I, I wasn't shy anymore. So I was like, you know what, let's do it. So it was like really full. Cause we went to Cuba. And we, well, wait, 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 let's not yeah. throw that away. Let's not throw it away. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula, berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite, with just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. Right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com, the lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Rosie, still kind of, you know, not all in, says, sure, Cuba. I'll do it if you could send me to Cuba under Fidel Castro, knowing that it's not going to happen, right? <laughs> and Hugh Hefner is like, done, has these two on a plane to Cuba under <laughs> Fidel Castro. 
which was supposed to be a 10 day shoot, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and talk about what happened there. Well, it's beautiful. It was a really cool place to shoot because at that time it wasn't, you know, it hadn't, there was not a lot of, you know, photo shoots or anything there, but it, there. it was beautiful though. Though It's just a really great, amazing place to shoot, but it's like a time warp. It's like in the fifties, like they've got old cars and like these billboards and stuff like that. So you literally feel like you're in the fifties. You said uh, billboards are like bad about yeah, like, Sam like and, Sam and yeah. like, the, you, you know, like them. And it's just a really weird, like, it's like a, you've just right. in a time warp. And you, and you, what, tell, uh, and you, you said the thing that stuck out most, you weren't a lot of eat. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they have beautiful beaches. They're, like, amazing. But you don't see anybody, like, fishing in the, the beaches, or so, which is weird. So we're like, why isn't anybody fishing? And they're like, well, it's because, you know, the fish belong to Castro. So, like, it was like that. Like, they, so Fidel Castro, yeah, but he owned the Yeah, so it was, like, kind of, kind of crazy, yeah. So, but the people are amazing and beautiful, and it was really cool. Castro was cool with it until... Until, it like, until he wasn't. And then, like, all of a sudden, <laughs> like, maybe, like, a couple of days before we're supposed to leave, the guys, the scouts and stuff that we're with, they're kind of, like, starting to get a little antsy and a little they're freaked out, out. Because, like, Fidel's, like all of a sudden not down with Playboy being in his country and shooting these. Fidel Castro suddenly does yeah. not want the tennis so in like, his country. Oh my God. They're like, we need to get you guys out of here. Cause this is like not good. So my sister and I, like we cut our trip short by two days and I, I couldn't even sleep. How'd they, how they get you out? Uh, I can't remember where we flew out of, but we, we cut the trip short and then. Did you go through like Belize? Maybe. I, I okay. it's so long ago. I don't remember, but I believe it was Belize, but yeah. And then we just like cut it short, but the pictures like it, it, Actually, Playboy held it for a while because they were, they didn't run it right away. Yeah. So they ended up running it like years later and, uh, we're fined a huge fine for running it. Wait, wait, just don't throw that away. So he holds on to these photos of the Tennyson twins for a couple of years, finally post them. And whoever the president was at the time fined Hugh Hefner, I think, a quarter of a million dollars. Yeah. A quarter of a million dollars for sending the Tennyson twins. To Cuba under Fidel Castro. Shooting, yeah. <laughs> so anyway. And their star went, pshoo, they're huge. But at the time, too, Rosie was, so Renee's living at the mansion, right? And then she, they invite you to come out there and live. Yeah, this is my very, this is backpacking when I first moved to LA yeah. and I came to visit Renee and I was over there at Sundries or at Albertsons working these like, um, mm-hmm. really long shifts. So I get there and I'm like, wait a second. I'm her twin. I look just like her. I could, I could actually, do this. I could do this modeling thing. So I go back, I quit my job. I'm like, Hey, you guys, I'm out of here. I'm going to move to LA to be a model, which is what I did. I, I, you know, I moved there and I went to, uh, uh, to an agency and I was able to get, I just took my sister's photos to go get an agent, you know, cause we look alike. So we're twins. So I, so she takes Renee's modeling modeling book as her own. And gets, gets an, gets an agent, starts my, that's, you know, I, and gets prices right yeah. and friendships of Hollywood. <laughs> well, I, I got and my own after that. You were married with children yeah. a bunch and flex yeah. appeal and did all these things. And you guys became iconic black fun. models back yeah. then. It was fun. Yeah. We right? were like, yeah, we were like probably one of the first, like right around the time when Tyra and, and like, right. yeah, there was a lot like Naomi and Tyra and, and, you know, it was fun. It was so, fun. so, okay. So a couple of things here. First of all, when you're living at the mansion, okay. What's it like to live at the Playboy Mansion? Like all of us probably thinking, oh my gosh, there's like orgies every day and this and that. Like, <laughs> what's it like to actually live there? How many girls were living there? At the time when they, when you're they're testing for your pictorial, that they fly the, um, 
playmates in that were shooting the pictorials. So there could have been like two or three girls that were actually shooting, testing for the magazine. And but they're not living there. They're no, staying. no, there's no, there, there's no. Now, how many girls live there? Just you and Renee? Uh, at that time, yeah, there was no other. So girls. just you and yeah. Renee <laughs> were the only ones living at the mansion with Hugh Hefner and his wife. Well, we were in the game room. We were in the other. Hey, but you're living at the mansion. Yeah, we were at state. Well, well, I think all of us think yeah. there's like 20 women that are living there, and it's happened. Yeah, so it wasn't like that. No, it wasn't like guys. that. No, not because he was married at the time with Kim, and Kim was like, you know, it wasn't. I mean, before Kim came along, and maybe after Kim came along, I, I, I couldn't wasn't like it was with Kim. She was very, you know, protective, and so you couldn't really, you know, get close to yeah. happen. And we. We're, we were friends with her, so it was right. like a different, a different like kind of okay. experience. All right. So, how crazy were the the parties at, at the mansion? Parties were kind of crazy, but <laughs> but I, I I would always like duck out or dip out, you know, before like the crazy stuff happened. But they were it was fun because it was like you know when you would go to the mansion, you would actually go out like in lingerie, like you'd head out your house, like where like how many parties are you going to go at, like to yeah. where you're wearing like lingerie. Some people, like some girls didn't even have anything on. They were just like, it was, it was funny, but, um, it was, uh, just a crazy fun. How many experience. celebs did you walk in on having sex at the mansion? Oh, my sister walked in on, uh, I think it was Tony Curtis. I think. <laughs> <laughs> he was getting it on. Like, how old was yeah, he at the time? He was pretty, uh, like pretty old, but he was like, he wasn't stopping him. He was getting some at the mansion for sure. <laughs> um, you also, there was, I asked you about the grotto and you said there was only one time that you guys, went to the grotto because someone told you you had to see what was going on and you get right away. Yeah. Yeah. That was, you, that was kind of crazy. That was, can we say it? I don't know if I want to say it. But, I'll say it. She but, told me that she's down the grotto and mini me started an orgy. Very okay, true. So there, there was like, there was like some stuff going on <laughs> and you like, there were some players in it, but yeah, something you wouldn't expect that was like, I, I laughed. I was just like, wow. <laughs> but, uh, Screamed yeah. Right away? <laughs> no, I did not stay. <laughs> not sticking around for that. But it wasn't like, so the, the mansion though, wasn't a place that I'm thinking this just, you know, sex, drugs, rock and roll. But when you were living there, it, was it like that or was it the opposite? You know, I think it was for people who wanted that. If you were like into that, like if you like late in the night and stuff like that. No, but I mean for you two. No, not there. for us. No, it wasn't like that. She had rules for you. Yeah, no, we had rules. Right. You had to be in a certain time. They were like, uh, no boys, you know, they, no, yeah, drugs. no boys. They didn't want you drinking or no drugs. No drinking either. No. Right. Yeah. They were like okay. very, I mean, you had, they were like very strict, okay. very strict. So it wasn't like our experience wasn't like that. And, but I, I do believe it's a different kind of, uh, time at that time because right. it was Kimberly, they had kids. So, um, right. but I do, you know, I, I, that was, uh, my, uh, I can only speak from my experience, but you know, um, yeah, I think it was kind of a crazy place for sure. And I thought it was wild too, cause I figured, you know, Hey, okay. She was there in the early days and, and Rosie and I, when we first started dating said, okay, well, look at, listen, I've been with certain people. You probably know, you probably been with people I know. Let's kind of lay our cards on the table. And Rosie was like, no, no, your, your, what'd your brother tell you? Like you never really went with. Yeah, actors or athletes or musicians or anything. Yeah, my older brother was like always like you know he was he would always give my sister and I really good advice. So he's like, hey, you know, you don't want to be one of those girls who just sleeps with everybody and you know and and when they gets used up in Hollywood. Yeah, so he was like, be you know, don't don't be those don't be those girls. So it was just good advice. So my sister, he's like, you know work and do, you know, get your jobs and be respected. And you don't, you don't want to be those girls. So my sister and I always knew that. Plus we always had each other. So we always, were always like respected and, you know. Like, yeah. Well, and then also like, I got, so like, I do know, like everybody was after Rosie, everybody. Renee was with somebody. Rosie was single. They're like, 
Prince was after you <laughs> in a big way. <laughs> Prince, you got to tell the Prince story. Yeah, he was. I, and I love <laughs> Prince. I, I, a Prince fan, Prince fanatic. But they were all after you. Like every every actor in Hollywood was after I think, you. Yeah, they were probably after like a lot yeah, of Prince. And Renee too, yeah. yeah, yeah. But, but um, yeah, so so we go to uh, Bar One, this place called Bar One, and Prince is there. And, and he's got, um, there's like bodyguards, and he's like got this little orange Tootsie Pop, and orange is the only flavor. It had to be orange. <laughs> So he, um, he wants to go out, you know, so at the time I, I, you know, I was kind of fresh from Idaho. So I was very leery of Prince, you know, and fresh from Idaho, yeah. Prince trying to take her out. Yeah. <laughs> and I'd see, you know, how he was with, you know, Purple Rain. So he asked me <laughs> out and I'm kind of like, I don't know. I don't know. So I kept saying no, kept saying no. And he keeps calling, keeps calling. So finally he's like, you know, okay, so what if I, I just take you and we just drive around the block and you just go and, and like, and listen to new music. And listen to some new music. Would you do some, that? He so, wants to try out new music on yeah. him that hasn't been. So you just yet. listen to some new music. So I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll do that. So so I'm, so he comes over and he gets his little limo and he drives. What's, what's he wearing? Uh, I don't remember what he had on. Sure. Probably like a little suit or something. So anyway, he suit or jumpsuit. Uh, maybe like the jumpsuit. So he always had right, that little right. outfit that he has on. Right, right. So um so he takes you around the block and he says there's this new album it's gonna it's called diamonds and pearls so so like so i'm listening to this thing I'm like so you got to hear diamonds and pearls before everybody else I think, I think it's gonna be a hit i think you got a hit on your hands here it's really good <laughs> so um so then you know so then you know like i'm I, and that doesn't seal the deal for prince no 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 because i still wasn't trusting him i was you know like so so i, I it's prince I, I know i know but okay so so i leave and and i you no, try to no, leave. No, so I try to, I try to leave, but he's like, he's, he says, Hey, he's like, do you want to come back to my house and I'll make some pancakes? So I'm like, <laughs> not good. You know, so, so that's just a weird thing to say, you know, so I'm just like, whatever. <laughs> just, it's a strange thing to say. So I'm like, no, I'm good. So I take off. So, so then, you know, he keeps calling, keeps calling and, and I, wait, wait, let's back up. So good. his line yeah. was, can I take you back to my house and make you some pancakes? Yeah. So I'm like, no, I'm good. So, what, what, what was your reaction when he said that though? It was, you know what? I mean, it was a strange thing, a strange <laughs> yeah, like, I would thing say to ask. So. so I was just like, no, I'm good. Like, I'm cool. So see ya. So I get out and then, you know, he keeps calling and, and, and now I'm just like, you know what? I'm just going to, you know, bypass this Prince thing altogether. So I pan to like maybe like a month later. I'm this friend of mine's like a fan of, by, by the way, who would ever thought? A woman would choose Glazer over Prince. <laughs> I mean, it's, uh, hashtag something nobody would ever say. No, because I, I knew girls who dated him, and he just kind of like messed with their heads and all that stuff. So I was like, nah, I'm not going to go there. So anyway, so I go to these clubs, and I'm like, I see Prince out, and I'm with this girlfriend who's a Prince fanatic, and I'm like, oh wait, I wonder if he's mad because I, you know, I haven't, I just kind of blew him out of the water. So um, when I see him, he like looks over and he sees me, and then he does like this. Uh, Which for people who can't see, like, he does three like, snaps. Three snaps. And then he just, him and his whole entourage just leave the club. I mean, he's like mad. And so I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> I can't believe it. You know, so it's just like, freaking like, it was that for me? So then I'm like, oh, well, maybe it was a mistake or whatever. So we go, I see him again at another club. This is like maybe like two weeks later and he does the exact same thing. So he was just like, from he broke every, Prince. Yeah, he was just mad. Like, he, he broke like, Prince. No, no, he was just mad. <laughs> so, so anyway, but yeah, so he was like, uh, funny because then like years later, I watched this Dave Chappelle show. And <laughs> It, they talk about like where 
Prince says he's going to make these pancakes. And I just bust up laughing because it was like the thing that. Oh, you remember that? The Chappelle show. Was yeah. It in there? Yeah. It's, it's totally. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I told her. I don't remember. There. remember. I remember the Tootsie like, Pop, but I don't remember yeah, it's, it's, So he really said yeah. that to you. Wow. And that was the Chappelle yeah. show. Yeah. And that's basketball. And the, the, oh, the, the, my the, gosh. Yes, I'm just incredible. laughing because I was like, that's exactly what he said. You know, so it was funny. Oh, my God. All right. So your life then, again, you go on. Uh, all right. So you're on Price is Right. How was it being a showcase show? It was fun. That was because I'd always watched Price is Right as a little girl. So to be on there, and I was on there with uh, Nikki, which right. is one of my great friends. I was a uh, bridesmaids in her wedding, Nikki Zeering. And um, so it was a lot of fun. He was a friend of mine. And yeah. What, so um, how was Bob Barker? He was great. Actually, was he was great. Yeah. yeah, he was really cool. He was actually really nice. And um, all the, every, everything, every, that was just such a fun experience. It's like a, like a dream come true. That is my beautiful fiance, Rosie Tennyson. Folks, this was the best guest I've ever had in Unbreakable. Hope you enjoy it over the holidays. I hope we have given you all some hope and some lessons for you all to walk this walk together. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat and support your weight management journey. And right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com. The lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org.